vegans, vegans of all ages, welcome. We are here gathered once again. Just caught up. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Welcome. You know, today is Monday, and it is my first day going to Washington, D.C. Well, I'm in Washington, D.C. right now. I'm in technically in Maryland, but I'm on the border of Washington, D.C. Today we're going to um, University of Maryland. University of Maryland, right there. It's uh, really close, and I'm going to go talk about veganism and animal testing and, and laboratories and give out some stickers and give out some information, give out some guys to going vegan. I'm very excited about it, and um, yeah, I'm super excited about it because it's what I want to do is is further the vegan mo movement, you know, and try to help some animals. That's the idea is try to get some more animals from being from being killed. Of course, I'm staying in a hotel right now where it's it's they're serving breakfast and right on the other side of this wall is again uh, waffles and bacon and eggs. That's like I I really wish that we're not the why is that the breakfast at every hotel? Every hotel we go to that's the breakfast. They have apples and oranges. It's like that's a good breakfast. Get an apple, get an orange. They did have orange juice. And they did have coffee, but um, all the time with the bacon and eggs and sausage. And you see these young people, young travelers, you know, people with their parents, just like piling it on. And I find it just so disheartening to see these kids eating just loads, just mounds of animal on their plate. What is that all about? Why do we do it? How do we continue? How do we fight it? For God's sake. What's up, Jackie Boyle? How are you? How are you? I think that today I'm looking a little rough just because uh, I had a little bit of a, a hard time sleeping. Last night, I heard like 2 o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh, shit. Someone's trying to get in my room. So I woke up and I went to the peephole and no one's there. And I was like, what is going on? And so I put the the latch on to make sure no one can get in. I'm looking around. And uh, then I start hearing people next door. So it must have been someone knocking next door. But if you're if you're in a new hotel, your first night staying there, and you hear, come on. You're going to be like, what? Who is it? What's going on? It's like alert. Alert to level 11 all of, all of a sudden. Chickpea for breakfast. You eat chickpea for breakfast? That's amazing. I generally don't eat much breakfast, and when I do, it's like a piece of toast or something. I don't usually do the whole, or a piece of fruit. I'll eat a piece of fruit for breakfast. 
I don't go in for the whole big, I don't know, very rarely do I do like a breakfast brunch thing or whatever. But yesterday was Sunday and uh, we the brunch the brunch was over by the time we got there. But we went to New Vegan in Washington, D.C. It was delicious. Vegan soul food it was quite good. And uh, yesterday we went to the Lincoln Memorial. And I have to say, you know, I love the Lincoln Memorial. I've been there lots of times and I go there and it's just there's something awe-inspiring about it. If you haven't been there, I do recommend going. I mean, it's pretty incredible. And then it's got the Gettysburg Address on one side, and it's got a couple, like another big speech of his engraved on the other side, his words. And I don't know, man. It's oh, yeah, the one's the inauguration, the second inauguration, and the other one is his is is a Gettysburg Address. And you know, he talks about justice and love and and uh how the people who are failing you know how to, how can we how can we have unity if if we aren't equal how can we have equality how could how could this this country that's built on the ideas of equality continue if not of us not all of us are equal and of course like i'm thinking about that in the in the case of animal rights and 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 then furthermore i walk so then we go to the uh first is the v vietnam Memo memorial the Vietnam Memorial is always moving, right? The big black, you go down into the grave and then all of these names on the mirrored black surface and you see all the thank you for your service and you realize this was a meaningless war. What a dumb war this was. And it's just a bunch of names on a wall. Mm. And then you come out and it's the Korean, the Korean monument. And that's always my favorite one because the soldiers look terrified. They're looking they're looking over their shoulders and and trying to they're they're walking like this and it's something like maybe 15 soldiers all walking like and so it's very uh i think it's moving and then we have the after that is mlk and then mlk is what has all my favorite quotes all my favorite mlk quotes is around you know justice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere you know, uh, we until until we have equality, justice cannot reign. Justice cannot come down like water and rage like I forget what it, the whole thing about the waterfall. Yeah, I have one quarter, one and one quarter cups of oatmeal and fruit. That's what tea for breakfast. Very cool. I um, that's a, that's a good a good habit, right? Oats are good for you. I th I think that the whole breakfast being your most important meal of the day seems to be a little bit like a. Seems to be bullshit to me, but hey, who am I? <laughs> Gorik, how are you? Hey, Ben, how are you? Chickpea gang. Hey, Ben. Um, but we 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 being in DC for the first time in a, in like ten years was eye opening, and ha being there with people who hadn't been there before, and and guiding them around, and showing them uh, the parts that I like, and just showing them the monument garden really because we don't have much time. We're only going to be here for that's like the first day. And then we got to come back and be in bed in the decent hours so we can go to the university today. Um, but we did get to go to uh, New Vegan, and that was nice. That was nice. What other? Oh, yeah. Also, the World War II monument. It's so funny because the World War II monument is, is so like, go America. And it was built during George W. Bush. And it's kind of funny because at George W. Bush, that's 2005, I think, is when it was when it was finally built. 
it's like World War II is long gone and 2005 we're building this thing. And so they build a memorial and it's fountains and lots of wreaths and one for each state. And it's it's very much just like, go America, we kick some ass in World War II. You're, rest, you're, you're, you're welcome the rest of the world. And it's clear. And it says like America came as, Americans came as liberators, not conquerors. And how great we were for World War II. And it's a bit, um, I don't know. You could see people love it. They're eating it up. It's definitely the favorite for most people because it's like, it's, it's, it's big. It's fancy. People don't know that it, the history behind it. Mm. But you have to remember, we were invading Iraq at the time as liberators and not conquerors and america comes america comes to countries as liberators not conquerors and of course i think about liberating animals okay then why aren't we why if we're all about liberation then why aren't there more american vegans you know and that's something that i wish i wish people would just get the message of these things like is it all bullshit is it all lies you know Lunch is the most important meal of the day. That's what I think. That's what I think, Josh Binks. I think lunch is the most important meal of the day. Hey, Deb Thompson. High protein diet to start. Got it. Vegan Nave. What's up? Hello, vegans. Arrogant. Yeah, it is arrogant. Um, but that was the whole thing. We had all these monuments at the Monument Mall that were kind of all somber. And George W. Bush wanted one that was like, go America. And I guess I could get that. You go to other countries and they've got, you know, monuments that are like, yeah, we're pretty good. We're pretty cool. So you have like one that is we have Abraham Lincoln, who is still somber. It's kind of sad. I mean, he got shot in the head and he he, he you know, civil war happened. So in the, in the Washington monuments, just like a big spire that goes up high. And then the Jefferson is over the water. I've never actually been to the Jefferson the Jeffersonian Memorial because it's over the it's on the in on an island, I think it's it's over the water. You can't really get to it. You got to get to drive over. I've never driven over all the times I've been to Washington D.C. I've never driven over to the Jefferson Memorial, so I have no idea. But the thing is, all of them are like these somber stone, you know. And then instead of that, for the you for the. World War II one, it's like fountains, lots of wreaths, and it seems like more of a victory statue. Like, um, like yeah, we did it. And then it shows in bas-relief kind of the way America used its industrial might to t turn the tides. Uh, there's maybe, a, I don't see any, and there's one that's a Pacific and Atlantic to show that we had two with the Atlantic front and the Pacific theater. And so, yeah, the theaters of war. All of my favorite Americans are vegan. Mine too, oddly. Why is that? Why is all why are all my favorite Americans vegan? All my favorite Americans are vegan. In high functioning coma. Jackie Boyle, that is true. So many Americans are walking around in a high functioning, high functioning. Yeah. But what's funny is that we we drove around in the double trouble wagon. It's a little Honda Fit with all of with all wrapped with PETA stuff that says don't test on animals. And as it's driving through, people are taking pictures of us and like looking at our car and stuff. And then I have I have my I have my animal testing. I had this today I had this on, but um I had my animal testing hoodie 
because it was a little a little drizzly. It was warm, but it was like a little wet. So I had my hoodie on, and people would look at me like as I walked by, or like up at me like. So I thought that was kind of cool to wear that at the Washington and uh, at all the memorials. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I think that was quite quite cool. What do you think? I think it's great to wear stuff like that there. I really wish that I had pamphlets. I just want to stand out in front of the mall and hand out animal animal testing pamphlets. I wish that I had that. Guides to going vegan, guides to going vegan, guides to going vegan all day all day long on the memorial. That, that whole that whole area. Justice for all, justice for all, justice for all. I would love to have flyers that would say something like that, you know, extend your extend your ideas of justice to animals and then just hand it to people as they're walking by those monuments that was my idea wouldn't that be great to have something that just said like you know justice for animals justice for animals justice expect do you believe in justice do you believe in justice and just hand out pamphlets all day long every day at the memorials about justice how about the, the mlk statue that would be good too mlk statue hand out Hey, you believe in justice for all? Here you go. You believe in justice for all? Here you go. Do you like justice for all? Mm. I think it'd be fun. Freedom for all. Justice for all. It's funny because the um, along those in D.C., it's like there's a street called Independence and there's a street called Constitution <laughs> that, that go on the other side of the uh, of the reflection pool. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Just camp at the memorial. I like that idea. Let's just camp in the park of the memorial. We'll hand those things out. I love this idea. Let's do it. Let's all hand. Let's all hang out there. Most empires are built by slaves. America, the country, built by slavery. Yeah, that's true. Uh, most countries were built by uh, serfs, slaves, whatever you want to call them. Um, people who had no rights, people who were um, disenfranchised. Those are the people who actually build stuff. Uh, the rich and the elite don't do shit. They're parasites on the backs of the working class. I totally agree with that. So many people, yeah, high functioning coma. Um, yeah, and as we're leaving, uh, all of a sudden the cops come and they're like, woo, 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 and they close down a major artery of this area. And I'm like, oh no, we're close to the White House. That means like, that means that somebody's coming, like a dignitary or a, or a, or a, you know, an ambassador or something. And then I see Marine One come in and land. It's the president's helicopter landing on the landing on the lawn. And it was kind of cool to see the president's helicopter land. I've never seen that really. I've seen the ca the cavalcade, right? Like the um, what do you call it? The the caravan. You know, the, all the all of the the cars go by really fast, and you go vroom, vroom, vroom. It's all black Escalades, and you can tell one of them's got a president in him. But now I saw the Marine One, the helicopter land, and I think that's pretty cool. You know, it's kind of surprising they got to stop traffic every time that happens. But, you know, you got to keep the president safe, right? You got to keep the president safe. And uh, the president is trying to get rid of my student loan debt. So, you know, more power to him. Hopefully he gets it done. That would be a relief. Woo, that would be a relief. Yeah, Joe Biden, that's the guy. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Joe Biden, that's the president I'm talking about. Yeah. Just turned in from Gal Galway City on the Atlantic coast of West Island. Thank you for thank you for being here. I'm glad that you're on the uh, the uh, Facebook Live. Yeah. So anyway, so I got to see the president. I got to see all the memorials. I got to uh, go eat some vegan food in 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 D.C. And I still was in time to do 
vegan Sunday school. Isn't that cool? I think it's pretty cool. I hope you think it's cool. You know, one might say that uh, I'm on the zenith and um, it could be, what's up? Oh my gosh, there's so many wonderful vegans in the chat now. Hello, VFFs. Hello. I'm not even in America, but I'm learning so much about America, LOL. <laughs> uh, you're, well, that's good. I mean, America is a big country. It's fun. It's fun stuff to learn. There's lots of cool stuff. I always am going to tell you something that I always think about when I'm there is that the White House is right on. It's like the White House and then the big park with all the monuments. And then it's the river. And in 1814, I think they they came up the water the british the british sailed their ships up the river and burned down the white house and all of dc they just burned it all down and i always think wow man they went up this river every time i'm there i'm thinking these guys came up the river and cannonballed and burned got off the boats and burned down dc unbelievable like those british the fact that we ever forgave them is shocking you know you burned down our white house britain our special relationship that was only 200 and 210 years ago i'm still pissed about it if you are from the uk i am still pissed that you burned down our capital how about that how about them apples you think you think you can hold a grudge against against the germans for the battle of britain i'm still pissed off about the war of 1812 you burned down a goddamn white house yeah guess who had to rebuild that white house Guess who built it the first time and had to rebuild it? Guess guess what happened? Jerks. No, I'm just I'm just joking. Forgive and forget. You know, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. There's no reason to get upset about um about old things. Water under the bridge. You know what I'm saying? Water under the bridge. Today the word of the day is zenith. Do you like that word? I love that word. The zenith. Yeah, I love it. So zenith is uh the very top of a like the apex. The apex predator? No, like the apex of a of an arc. The very top. It's like it's like it goes whoop. That's the zenith and whoop whoop zenith whoop. And you know if it goes the other way, it goes whoop 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 whoop. And the one it goes whoop. That's the nadir or nadir whoop. And then if it goes the other way, whoop. That's zenith whoop. So your lowest point of a, of a society is the nadir. Or the nadir, nadir uh, and the zenith is the top, and so I think that's pretty cool. Zenith was also the name of the company that made the last American television. We don't make televisions in America anymore. We still make TV shows, but we don't make televisions. Why not? I thought it was cool. I remember when that came hit the news. Zenith, the last, the last television made in America. Yeah. Not anymore, though. Zenith refers to the strongest or most successful period of time for a person or thing. At the zenith of her music career in the early 2000s, she released her best-selling album to date. The zenith, the zenith. I think we're at the zenith of the animal rights movement. I think we're at the zenith of the vegan movement. We're going to make the world a better place. We're take, we're having more, more and more um, it's victories every single day. Every single day, more and more vegans are becoming. We're at the zenith right now. We're we're at the top. Oh, we're just gonna keep going, keep going because eventually there is not going to be a movement. Really, it's gonna be a movement. 
people adopt the new ideologies, the new ideas, they abandon the old bullshit ideologies. And you know what? The rest is the rest is just going to be maintaining and trying to like fine tune the, you know, how we our relationship with animals. I think it's great. We're the zenith right now, I think. Zenith in context, once deemed one of the most underrated musicians in rock and roll history by David Bowie, John Cale is now is best known as the viola scraping velvet underground co-founder who grounded the group in the avant-garde. Uh, the Velvet Underground, they're pretty cool. But those years hardly marked a creative zenith for Kale. Since leaving the band in, 18, in 1968, he was released more than a dozen solo albums, ranging in style from orchestral pop to new wave and punk. Collaborated with luminaries like Patti Smith. Is Patti Smith vegan? She should be. Brian Eno. Is Brian Eno vegan? Should be. And scored numerous films. Is Brian Eno vegan? I love Brian Eno. It'd be so cool if Brian Eno is. Is Brian Eno vegan? Brian Eno eating how we travel, eating vegan, eating locally, knowing what you're supposed and what's your. Okay. Uh, he, he travels. Vegan bistro. Moby goes where Brian Eno and his ancestor. Oh, gosh, I don't see this. He says that sometimes he's. Oh, he's not a strict vegetarian. I don't eat red meat at all. I eat a bit of fish and some poultry. God damn it, Brian Eno. You're a musical genius, but you don't understand that animals have rights. What is wrong with people? So Brian Eno's not even vegan, but at the zenith of whatever. All right, did you know um, when you reach the zenith, you're at the top, the pinnacle, the summit, the peak, zenith, developed from an Arabic phrase, an Arabic phrase meaning the way over one's head. And then traveled through Old Spanish, Medieval Latin, and Middle French before arriving in English. No wonder it's such a weird word, huh? Zenith developed from an Arabic phrase meaning the way over one's head. Weird. And it went through all these other languages before it got to us. As long as, uh, as, long as the 1300s, English speakers used zenith to name the highest point in the celestial heavens directly overhead. Okay, that's pretty cool. Okay. By the 1600s, Zenith was being used for other high points as well. The celestial term is often contrasted with nadir or nadir, uh, let's say, uh, which refers to the point that is vertical downward from the observer. Imagine a line going through the earth and from the observer's feet and out the other side into the sky. Figuratively, nadir means the lowest point. Nadir is the lowest point. Oh, they, so it is both. I thought it was. Nadir, 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 nadir. Yeah. So this, I thought there's, you could say it both ways. So I wasn't crazy about that. You can say it any way you want. It's English. You could say nadiri if you want. I don't give a shit. It's uh, it's English. Put it over your, put it over your knee and break it. But nadir and nadir are under you, and zenith is above you. I love this term because I often think like when have you ever heard that song by um like shot 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 everybody my little John I always think that that is the nadir of our civilization like that was the lowest point songs like that every once in a while a song will come out and it makes me think this is it this is the nadir of our of our civilization this is it we've uh, we've reached the lowest point we've done it Congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. We've reached the lowest point. Congratulations, everybody. 
Thank you. That was your word of the day. Uh, Zenith, not Nadir. Zenith, you got an extra one, Nadir, just for fun. But uh, yeah, there you go. We got it all. We got it all. Fill in the blanks to create the name of one of the lines that may that go from the North Pole to the South. Oh, Meridian. That's too easy. Okay, so Zenith, there you go. Piece of cake. Um, let's check in with our VFFs. Let's check this out. Sup, British GB ruled the world, ruled every corner of the world. The sun never set on the v, on the on the on the British Empire. They say. I've only driven by DC going coast along the coast over those bridges. Oh yeah, you can see the Capitol building on the bridges. It's pretty cool. So that's the Potomac. So next time you cross over those bridges, Dave, you could say, okay, this is where the British ships came up the river and destroyed our Capitol. They burned down the Capitol building, the White House. They burned down everything. Uh, yeah, those British, they really sacked that city. They sure did. They surely did. And somehow we still won. Like they destroyed our Capitol. We didn't destroy London. They destroyed our Capitol. We still won the war through diplomacy mostly, but we still won. We still won. It's fair and square. Fair and square, we won. And one of my favorite things about the War of 1812, other than the destruction of our capital, is that the British thought we were cheating because our ships were too fast. I think that's so funny. <laughs> our ships were faster than theirs. So, like at sea, we would kick their asses, but like their ships were big and bulky. So they could, if they can get in, they could destroy our cities. So we would have to destroy their ships out in, at sea. And they're like, they're cheating, those damn Americans. It's so funny to me. I've read like the reports uh, because it, I, I study that type of thing. And I think that's hilarious. Like, they're cheating. <laughs> their ships are fast, those dirty Americans. I understand in the USA, even bankruptcy does not relieve one of student debt. That's true. Um, any bankruptcy does not relieve you of any government debt. And since almost every student loan is backed up by the government, you cannot get out of your student loan. So like for me, I'm just fucked. And then um, you also can't get out of almost any credit card debt. Bankruptcy barely gets you out of anything. It gets you out of a lot, but it's hardly worth it. People are like, why don't you declare bankruptcy? Then you can keep everything. That's not really how that works. Uh, you get you get screwed. American bankruptcy is not the, like in other countries. I'm Scottish. Good. Sounds like January 6, 2021. <sighs> Did you hear? There's a lot going on with January 6, 2021. The sun never sets on the British Empire. That's true. Zenith with sky sound effects. I was trying to do it for the for the podcast. Like, whoop, that's the Zenith. And this is the Nader. That's like the that's the Nader. And then that's the Zenith. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Uh, every day we at the we're at a new zenith. I like it. Dad tag. Dad Joseph Campbell, who was whose grandfather John Campbell was born two hundred years ago, eleven or twelve years after War of eighteen twelve. That's true. That's amazing. War of eighteen twelve. It happened. Hey, people are way more open to talk about veganism than ever a few years ago. I think so. Most people know what it is these days. It's a huge deal. I want to. I, I swear to God, like I'm excited to go to University of Maryland and pass out guide to going vegan. I, that's my favorite thing to pass out because people look at it and they're like, oh, yeah, I love it because like I feel like animal testing 
you got to be against it. You must be a psychopath if you're for animal testing, but it's about raising awareness and getting the political will to stop it. Right. So I understand the reason behind it. And that's the main, that's the main focus of this, of this tour. But we also hand out the guides to going vegan. And that's my favorite thing. Cause it gets people really thinking they're like, Oh yeah, what the fuck am I doing eating animals? What? What's a vegan? I love it. It's so interesting. People in people in college, they never heard of it. The zenith of human population. We probably will. They also we we, we they say we've reached the zenith of our um of oil, so of our oil usage. So our zenith of oil and the amount of oil left in the planet. So we've reached peak oil. We're kind of up high and we're we're going to run out of oil and we're going to be on the other side. It's going to be like the 1850s. We'll see. Mm, kind of scary, right? actually one of the most easiest language to learn it's only easy to learn because we don't give a shit about grammar that's what's so great about english you can learn it and not it doesn't have to be perfect to understand it like you don't have to speak perfect english for me to understand what you're saying in other languages it's quite difficult to like get what other people are saying if it's not good romanian you know what i mean it's sometimes difficult because it's so um intricate english is so you can really get a lot of nuance because it's such a big language. We have more words than most most other languages, which have more words, a bigger vocabulary. So it's harder to get all of that. Like to get really good in English, it's hard. But to get basic English, whew, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. Washington was a British invasion of Washington State, the capital during the War of 1812. See, I told you, during the Chesapeake campaign. Yep, it was the only time since the American Revolution where the foreign power has captured and occupied the capital of the United States. Following the defeat of the American of an American force at the Battle of Bladensburg, uh, 1814, a British army led by Major General Robert Ross marched on Washington City. Yep, see, I told you. You think I'm fucking, you think I'm joking? I'll tell you the truth. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. It's not bad. There definitely is a lot to wade through. I do today. I do today's wordle. I, I don't really do wordles, but thank you, Hilla Good, over on Twitch. Thank you for watching. I still don't consider rap anywhere close to music. Hmm, that's an interesting point of view. But uh, I mean, rap is the culture. There's hard, hardly there's some good rap out there. I mean, if you like words, I like words. Uh, here we go. The time, uh, the time at which something is most powerful or successful. Yeah, punk was at its zenith in 1977. Yeah, I wonder if how could you use it in activism? Zenith. How could zenith be used in act activism? Are we maybe maybe we've reached the zenith of animal agriculture and it's going to die off? That would make sense. Our use of animals is at its zenith, and we need and if if we, it's unsustainable. It needs to be on the other. We need to get on the other side of it and precipitously go down as quickly as we went up. Because like in the 1960s, we went, whoa, we're using all these animals. And now we're up here and we got to go back down the other side. We're at the zenith of animal agriculture. That makes perfect sense. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. You listen to K-pop and you love the rap breaks? <laughs> that's so funny. I think that's so funny, Vegan Nave. I never thought that about you. That's so funny. Interesting. Funny. Interest. Funny in a nice, interesting, respectful way. They're excellent, but sometimes they take me out of the song. <laughs> Their rap breaks are so funny. Poopy Doopy is the word of the day, says Mike, the musical vegan beast. Mike, the musical vegan beast. He's the beast. 
he's at the zenith of his physical prowess. The slow and hearing words is so rap is a big new no. I hardly understand them. See, that would be the thing. But to say it's not music is a little closed-minded. I mean, clearly it is. People who, like me, really love language. I have a close connection to lots of rapper um, personalities and music. RZA is a famous vegan Wu-Tang Clan um, forefather. <laughs> no, he was a uh, you know one of the founders of the of the Wu-Tang Clan, hardcore vegan and a vegan activist, and works with PETA. I think he's great. Um, and he and his music is really quite wonderful. He does scores for movies now, and um, he's a rapper and he's good. So I mean, just because you don't like it, don't make it no, not music. You know what I'm saying? I like uh, there's a lot of stuff that I don't like that is definitely music. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You're picking up what I'm putting down, son. Good. Let me let me let me let me know that you're doing what I'm doing. Uh, let me see what else I got. The other thing I thought was interesting today. Oh, well, no, let's do the uh, today in history. Okay. Uh, today in history is pretty easy. We have uh, another fire. The, uh, <laughs> the, the conquered Java, part of the Dutch East Indies appointed Lieutenant governor. Look at this. They burned, they burned down. Oh, though, this is the British East India. This is the great fire of Moscow burns out after five days. 75% of the city is destroyed and 12,000 people are killed in 1812. I guess we weren't the only ones burning down their capital. Moscow burned down their capital in 1812. Uh, I don't, I'm not really sure just how the hell that happened. Just, they just had a fire. Anyway, um, kind of a big deal. The Long Depression started today in 1873, and uh, the Irish Home Rule Bill receives royal assent. Invasion of Manchuria, China, a railway explosion is faked by the Japanese. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. The Japanese invasion of China is like in 1931. People forget that 1931 in Asia was a really bad time. We always focus on the Germans, but, oh, geez, geez Louise, go to Asia and spend some time with people over there. The only thing they talk about is the Japanese. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. What was happening in China and the rest of Asia because the Japanese were in the, let's call it an entrepreneurial spirit. No, they were becoming, they, they were they were trying to extend their their borders. They wanted to have a bigger country. They were being, being they were an empire. And uh, yeah, they did some nasty, nasty things like fake a railway car crash and uh, invade Manchuria. That was a, one of the things they did. And then um, to create the CIA started today in 1947, uh, established by President Truman. CIA. Do you work for the CIA? Do I work for the CIA? Does everybody work for the CIA? That's a question we need to constantly be asking ourselves. Do we all work for the CIA? Sometimes I think we might. Sometimes it seems like we all do. It's a little scary. I've had lots during college. I had lots of conversations about that, that damn it. Sometimes everything we do seems to be just working for the CIA. Ugh. Blech. Mao Zedong's funeral takes place in Beijing, China today in 1976. It seems so weird that Mao died in 76. It's not that long ago. You know what I mean? That's only 50 years ago. So the think that Mao Zedong 50 years ago, people think that things don't change. Things change, man. Activists change things and, and dictators die. Luckily for us, dictators do die. It's true. It happens every day. A dictator, every day, every day, the, of the, every day that the sun comes up and I hear a little bell 
and and it, the a dictator dies and that's good some would-be dictator meets his end or her end streetcar named desire comes out today stella do you know what i'm talking about marlon brando stella i'm a i'm a pole not a pole lock there's my people are called poles so don't you call me a Pollock one more time it's a it's a good movie it's a good movie marlon brando um yeah looking really handsome as as stanley stanley kowalski i think is stanley kowalski i think is his name in that movie stella for star stella for star i've always relied on the kindness of strangers mm. It's a good movie starring Vivian Lee and Marlon Brando. It came out today. It uh, big movie. Dictators are dictators. Yes, for sure. Yeah. You do not work for the CIA. You think you don't. You think you don't. They don't pay. You think you get a paycheck from the CIA? You don't get one. Duh, bears. Yeah, Japan um, almost ruled all of the East. It's true. It's very true. They did. Yep. Get those vegan gains. I'm thinking about we're we're gonna. So I made a deal with Joseph that if he quits smoking, I'll quit drinking, and we're gonna start going to the gym every day. That's the idea. Now we're gonna start doing that on our trips. So and yesterday I brought I I bought tickets to go to California to go to the OC SoCal the SoCal Veg Fest to do be on the animal rights panel. And let me say let me just say that the um. The GoFundMe did not cover the price of the tickets, so kind of screwed. Not sure how I'm going to figure that out, but uh, we're, it's happening. It's happening. I'm a little upset, but that's okay. I made a commitment. Sometimes you make a commitment, you end up, you end up stung. You end up stung, you know. I'll be 30 next year, so I probably am at the zenith as my thick vegan boy. <laughs> no way, man! Look at the Rock. The Rock is like 50 something, and he's not. He's like. He's still, he's getting bigger. He's getting bigger. I listen to a lot of different music too. I do too. Uh, Wu-Tang Forever. It's true. Well, the thing about Wu-Tang Clan is that they ain't nothing to fuck with, my friend. They ain't nothing to fuck with. Yeah. The film came out today. Yes, the film came out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reasonable Vegan is at the zenith of pick me status. Sorry, I'm waving by. That's Okay. Catch on up, baby. You got you, Neil. I, I got you, Bubba. I got you, Bubba. I got you. Don't worry about that, Bubba. Yeah, Neil. Uh, at the zenith of pick me vegans. Ooh, I was talking about pick me vegans yesterday because um, I'm traveling. You know, I I got in a I the, I got in a kind of a an all not I I I just said that I'm not going to cover the word vegan. I don't think people are afraid of the word vegan because. One of the one of my crew members was like, you have to cover the word vegan when you give them the vegan guide. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm giving them a vegan guide and asking them if they'll take it. And I'm going to say, would you like a guide to going vegan? It's free and see if they take it and put the word vegan right in front of their eyes. I'm not going to hide the word vegan. Pick me vegan. I'm not. I ain't no pick me vegan, son. I ain't no pick me vegan and I'm never going to be one. That's all there is to it. I ain't no pick me vegan. Don't call me no pick me vegan. Never, never. I'm never going to hide my veganism. Not one time. It's the only label that I have that I actually care about. So can't I keep it right with me? Samuel Johnson is, of course, Samuel Johnson's birthday today. Samuel Johnson was kind of a piece of shit. He treated his friend Bosworth 
Bosworth. Yeah, he had a friend Bosworth who wrote his uh, biography. He's a pretty cool guy, though. Like he was really funny and he kind of invented uh, English humor. Samuel Johnson also invented this little thing called the dictionary. He invented the dictionary for as as we know it. And that's all. He's also the reason why English, the English language still has dictionaries. He invented it. He said, uh, we got to have one. And, you know, most countries, most languages don't even have dictionaries. If they do, they're not like ours, like hallowed institutions. Um, you know, the U.S. and the British, we love our language. And so we always are like looking up at new words, finding new words and, and putting them in the dictionary. It's got to be in the dictionary. Is it in the dictionary? We, we love playing with words in the English language. That's why we have games like Wordle and Scrabble and all these other game crossword puzzles. You think other countries are doing that shit? No, other languages don't do that. Don't do that shit. Like they're playing crossword puzzles in Russia. They're playing with those stupid dolls that go into one another. Those oh, they do play chess. They play chess a lot. Maybe that's they do play chess, but we're great with the language. We love word games in English. Anyway, Samuel Johnson, he's a genius. He always was. He's kind of problematic, but god damn, he was a visionary let's call him he was a visionary yeah yeah we also have um Diefenba john diefenbacher who was uh the first prime minister who of canada who uh had the he was a, as well as the first aboriginal member of the senate he passed the uh canadian bill of rights and granted the vote to first nations and inuit people kind of a big deal because if you think about it things change the inuit people and first nation people had no right to vote in Canada until this guy Diefenbach came around and you know what? He changed the world. If you don't think that people can change the world, I will mention John B Diefenbacher. Do we have any Canadians in the house? Do they teach you about John Diefenbacher when they're in, when you're in school? Do we have any Canadians in the house that can corroborate that they, that this guy's a big important deal for Canadians? I hope he is. Today's his birthday. He was born on today in 1895 in Neustadt, Ontario, Canada. He is remembered for his role in the cancellation of the Avro Aero project and his indecision on whether to accept Bomark nuclear missiles from the United States led to his government's downfall. So he didn't all work out for him, but he did do some pretty great stuff for the Indians. And I think uh, he's still remembered today for that too. Greta Garbo's birthday today. Greta Garbo. Yeah, she's a famous actress. You don't need to know that. None of them are vegan. None of these assholes are vegans either. And all we have is Lance Armstrong at 52, you know, lost his testicles, then lost his dignity when he cheated for uh, and Lance Armstrong is a hard one for me, man. I really, I really, I was a fan. I was a fan. Yeah, I was. I was taken into all that live strong stuff on the wristbands and, you know, People saying he did it. I'm like, no, he did it. He did it. He did it. How could he? No, the, the, how could he? There was all these studies and like they couldn't they couldn't prove it. He didn't he didn't cheat. And then he comes out and admits to cheating. Bastard. Like he's such a piece of shit. Lance Armstrong. Anyway, James Gandolfini is his birthday today, too. But he died right after The Sopranos was over. He died because he ate shit. He just ate shit all the time. So he died. And it sucks because James Gandolfini was an artistic he was a great actor, he was a great writer, great producer, and he just died. He died really early because he had to eat animals, 1961 to 2013. He died pretty young. Yeah, 50 years old-ish. And it's Ronaldo, 47. No one's vegan. Jada Pinkett Smith, 
I hear she has alopecia now, but uh, don't mention it on stage. You'll get smacked. All right. Let's see who died today, huh? Jimi Hendrix died today. Jimi Hendrix died. Are you going to go my way? What do you say about Jimi Hendrix? He was a masterful musician, changed the world, changed the way we look at music, changed the way we look at guitars, um, changed the way we look at rock and roll, played the guitar left-handed, but upside down. So he played guitar left-handed, and he also played it behind his head. He did all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, yeah, you know, if, you're, if you don't know about Jimi Hendrix, where you been, he's kind of, uh, kind of a big deal. But the one I really wanted to talk about today was, of course, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, as she died today, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was appointed to the Supreme Court by Bill Clinton in 93. She, of course, was the first Jewish female justice and the only second, the second female justice. Yeah. Um, she was the notorious RBG. <laughs> she was the one, you know, people, people remember her for a lot of different reasons, but one of the big things she did before she was, uh, before she was to justice, she changed the way we talk about gender because she, she stopped saying the word sex and sex politics and started calling it gender and gender identity. What she did was change the national language, how we talk about each other's rights and what the difference is between male and female. When she said the word gender, all of a sudden, People started looking at things completely differently only because sex is such a naughty word, isn't it? Isn't that funny? So she's the one who started that. I don't think we would have any kind of gender equality or even gender identity politics if it weren't for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She is uh, you know, a staunch, a staunch opponent of, of, of the right wing. She was always someone who believed and upheld justice except when it came to animals of course she uh maybe before she died ingrid newkirk wrote her a letter saying hey please stop wearing that mink she used to wear a mink coat ruth gator ruth bader ginsburg's mink coat as a symbol of femininity but also it be it, it was a time of um you know Maybe, maybe, maybe mink coats were a symbol of femininity, femininity for a while, but they aren't anymore. And they weren't while Ginsburg was alive. And I think it's important to remember that PETA aims to end injustice with a surprise auction bid on RBG's old fur coat. So when she died, because Ginsburg did not give up, did not donate her coat to PETA, PETA said, hey, why don't you donate us your coat? Because it's disgusting and it needs to be a symbol of justice now. We need to put it in a museum and take it on the road about the different, how how the evolution of femininity actually works and, and our exploitation, our part in exploiting animals. I think the letter went unanswered. They did not get the fur coat because when she died, they bid on it. Here's a picture of the damn thing, the mink coat. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's famous mink coat. <clears throat> she wanted to work as a gift. They give a five hundred dollars to the opera and RBG's memory because this is what the uh, what they were raising money for. But they never got it. I think it went for like forty thousand dollars, and somebody took it. And now has it in a box somewhere. 
but uh, RBG's fur coat could be used to teach the next generation how speciesism, a human supremacist worldview responsible for massive global suffering affects billions of animals a year. This would be, uh, I think, perfect. Why can't we do that? I think this would make more sense. RBG's mink coat is a relic of a bygone era. I totally agree. RBG did not, although she said amazing things about justice and how that the symbol of America should not be the American eagle, but a pendulum. Uh, she said so, such incredible things, but talk about a blind spot. And I'm sick of these blind spots when it comes to, uh, when it comes to Supreme Court justices. I'm sick of it. They're constantly trying to say that they believe in justice and what's right. And yet they still slaughter animals. They still eat in you know, $500 plates of slaughtered beast. It's disgusting. It's just, it's a disgusting thing that they continue to sit on their high thrones and gobble up the carcasses of fallen sentient beings. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg was one of them. So next time someone tries to tell you that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was such a perfect individual, don't forget, she fucked up a lot of things. She kept on she kept on oppressing animals, and when she could have retired, she didn't. Obama said, retire, please. You're going to die, and we're going to be fucked, and she didn't do it. So now we don't have Roe v. Wade. The very thing that she fought against, the overturning of Roe v. Wade, the reason why it was overturned was because of RBG, because she refused to back down, to, to just to step down, I should say. She refused to step down and allow someone to take her place. She was, she was, she was just a little, a little arrogant in that regard. And because of that, because of that pride that she had, we lost. And now women don't have the same rights that they did when she was a justice. Because when she did die, Donald Trump was president and he got to he got to appoint not one but two Supreme Court justices. There you go. What do you know? Two, three? I don't know. He he, he got he got over he got he overturned Roe v, Roe v. Wade. When you ask why do people love Donald Trump, these crazy right wing Christians, that's why. There's no don't don't try to dissect it any more than that. They love him, Donald Trump, because he overturned Roe v. Wade. That's it. And that only happened because Ruth Bader Ginsburg didn't retire. So there you go. Three, you think? Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah, I think it was three. I think you're right. Yeah, three in four years. You're such a freaking vegan, bro. <laughs> yeah, where's my paycheck? Eastern Europeans are great at chess. They are, but not so great at... Not so great anything else. Sorry, I saw someone approaching me. Jimi Hendrix changed the way we look at lefties. <laughs> he did change the way we look at lefties, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But also, why do you need a left-handed guitar if you can play right-handed guitar? Like, if, if, if he could do it, why can't you do it? Why can't you do what Jimi Hendrix did? Till, the dark side of RBG. Yep. Man, orange juice is good, but I need carny tears. All right. So, are you guys ready? Are you guys ready for a, a word of the day? Uh, sorry, your, your affirmation of the day? 
today's a short vegan affirmation, your daily affirmation for vegans only. Oh, by the way, I hope you guys all have a better day than Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She died today, and uh, now it's over for everybody. She died today, and uh, because of her death, Roe v. Wade got overturned. Today's your daily affirmation for vegans only. If you're not vegan, what are you doing here anyway? I am in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. That's it. (laughs) I am in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. You know what? That's so good. I'm in the right time at the, I'm in the right place, the right time doing the right thing. I love that. It's short and sweet. I'm at the right place, the right time doing the right thing. You know, I think about how, you know, the, the universe explodes and like the big bang, you know, starts the universe and everything's moving and we're catching that wave. And we're really at no other place in time in history than we could already be. That's where we are. And this is the right place at the right time and doing the right thing. That's a great affirmation. I'm going to try to say that a lot today, especially if I get any if any negative, any negative Nancy's, any negative Ned's. I'm going to try to like, I'm in the right place, the right time doing the right thing. I love that because sometimes I'm, I look around and I'm going, wow, I'm on this adventure with PETA too, going around the country, spreading the word about laboratory testing and veganism. And sometimes I'm like, man, this, this is, this is for younger people, or this is for people who, <laughs> this is for people who uh, just are getting into this. But I really, I always have to think, oh, wow, I'm, I'm at least I'm, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I have to be, I have to, because I remember every activist that ever walked up to me and how they changed my way of thinking. And I'm hoping that there's people who will remember me. Hey, there was some weird mustache, tall guy who like talked about veganism with me and maybe they don't go vegan like the day they go home today or maybe whatever, maybe they wake up and they see this vegan guide in their dorm room and they're like, what the heck? And they look at, they take a peek, you know, who knows? It's a numbers game, I suppose. But even if I get one person, one person that remembers me and says, oh wow, I went vegan, then that would be enough. That would be enough. I'm in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. What a good affirmation. I hope you enjoy that vegan affirmation because I do. It's a good reminder. I'm in the right place. I am at the right place at the right time doing the right thing. It's easy. It's easy affirmation too to go throughout the day. It's a little easier than the other ones. You know, Sky, just laugh. Just laugh at the negative peeps. Look at them like toddlers. I do. I only like I do normally every once in a while though, if you get like five or six in a row, it's like, God damn. Like, you know what I mean? I'm okay with one and then they walk off. They're always such little cowards, such little babies. They walk off. I'm okay with that. Sometimes though, you'll get like, oh, dude, I just got 10 in a row. God damn. And you're just like, you know, you don't, you don't have a chance to bounce back. Like I'm pretty resilient. I can get into like a major altercation and then be perfectly okay within a few minutes as long as I'm not like ground down again and again and again. It's kind of like when I was in the restaurant business, you can have a bad customer and like turn them around or not turn them around. Like maybe you fail, but you try to turn them around. But then if you just have a, just all your customers are bad that night, it's just like, oh, ugh. and then you go home and you drink a bottle of whiskey because you're just like, oh God, every single customer was freaking horrible tonight. Like, you know how, you know how, you know how it is. You're an activist. 
you know what I mean? But I think this is a really, really good affirmation. I think so too. I think so too. I'm at the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Take care of business and working overtime. <laughs> and working overtime. Hang out. Exactly. <laughs> Taking care of business. You know, it's such like a huge, um, I know it's not an Elvis song, but TCB, I'm taking care of business, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Taking care of business with the lightning bolt. I always love that. TCB, taking care of business. Have you ever seen that that image? TCB, taking care of business. Over time, taking care of business. Elvis. Okay, Elvis. The TCB band. I'm gonna, wait, I'm trying to look at the logo. Come on. Oh, here it is. Have you ever seen the the Elvis the Elvis logo? Taking care of business band. I always love this. TCB, baby. Look at this patch. I love these. I love this. TCB. Taking care of business, baby. Just taking care of business. I think nothing new. Let's see. Let's get this going. Today in history, we're the day affirmation. Thank you. Only affirmation is for vegans only. It's only for vegans. <laughs> yeah, that's like rib fest here Urk. yeah i totally you see what i mean you know what i mean and usually it's not like that you'll have like you'll have a good run you'll have a couple you'll have some good interactions but dude when it's like seven in a row and you're just like let me take a break god damn you gotta take a break that's the other thing you have to be able to you have to understand i always said this one again when i was in restaurants where i said like look you can't control everybody around you. The only thing you control is your own attitude. But the hardest thing about that is to understand what mood you're in. The hardest thing, like you could change your 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 mood. It's not that hard to change your mood, actually. You could do a lot of things. There's lots of strategies for that. The hard part is knowing what mood you're in because you're so, you're, you're so in your mood, you don't even know what's going on. So it's good to like, oh, okay, shit, I'm a little out of this. I'm going to go meditate, for example. And then you're back, you know, then you come back. So I know what you mean, and I'm with you 100%. I appreciate that so much, 40-year-old vegan. I do. I, I always appreciate any any advice from a real activist like yourself. Yeah, when I get signatures and people just walk by and say no without even hearing out, I do feel that. Yeah, when it's like, especially when it's a bunch in a row, like you're going, come on. Like the one on the second day, we had someone come by and he's like, he like pushed me, he pushed my shit. Like I, I was like, hey, and he pushed my hand and I was like, he goes, just let leave people be. And I went, oh, we're just trying to change the world, sir. Just trying to get that uh, William and Mary optimism. And then, um, and then, like right afterwards, someone told me to go fuck myself. And then another person came by and went, Peter kills animals. And then another, it was just like six in a row. I want to say it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. <laughs> Belting out tunes. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the uh, business center. You want to see the business center today? I've got like a uh, truck thing vacationer stuff this is my new center right here but there's it's a small room at least this one has glass on it and i don't have like there's there's not a door i don't know how what they can hear from me i can't really i don't know i can hear stuff happening on the other side of this wall but i can't hear what's happening be behind me uh you're at the end nilf thank you for being here Thank you. You were in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Okay, guys, don't forget that. And um, today I'm in, if, if you are in the area of University of Maryland, please stop by. Dude, I can't believe this. I'm going to be going to Binghampton. Binghampton is coming up. That's happening 
next. And when I go to Binghamton, which is in New York, I will be on Friday flying to California to take care of business, baby. I'm going to TCB. I'm going to TCB take care of business. I'm going to go to the animal rights panel. I'll be at the animal rights panel on this weekend. So this is a crazy coast-to-coast -coast adventure just this week. I'm kind of stressed about it, guys. Well, the money thing is stressing me out because I did not make enough money to cover the the travel. But I'm going to figure that out. Jess said he might be able to help me out just because I don't get paid until – oh, God. Anyway, so that's a little stressful, but it's also coast-to-coast. -coast, so I'm flying from New York to California and then California to Pennsylvania. That's what's happening this weekend. Wow. Wow. Okay. Just wow. And then tomorrow we'll have the, um, we'll have some stuff. So today activism in Washington, DC, and that's for a few days. And then this week we'll have some more, more action. Hopefully uh, we'll have lots of, lots of fun stuff. So I just want to say thank you to everybody for being here. Thank you to the Patreon subscribers and thank you to everyone who has bought a t-shirt on veganofcourse.net. Veganofcourse.net is of course the website. I'm always trying to build it out, but I haven't really gotten to it. I did post a special video on Patreon today. I'll post a special video on the channel members. Thank you to channel members as well today. It's just a little, just a little like that behind the scenes, like pre-edited content, you know, stuff that I'm just think is fun to share. And then um we'll get going. So thank you so much for supporting my activism. Thank you so much for supporting the animals. I appreciate you guys so friggin' much. I think that Jane TV will on uh, Jane Unchained will be live. Yeah, that's what I believe is going to happen. So I'm not really sure, but she is the moderator of the facilitator of the animal rights panel. So I'm thinking that that's what's going to happen. And I really hope that's true, but I don't know all of the, in, I don't know all of the details. So maybe I can ask, I can ask to find out. All right. Thanks guys. <laughs> don't forget to TCB and don't forget that you are in the right place at the right time. You are in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. Oh, I love that. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Carnies can fuck themselves. Go fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. One last thing. So um, PETA sent out this thing to all members on email. Anyone with a PETA email got this email. So I got this email and it said, who do you think should be the PETA person of the year? So I know who I think it should be. I wonder if you, not in the chat, but in the comments of this video, don't forget to like this video, like this video, and please leave in the comments, what do you think 
who do you think should be the PETA person of the year and why? Because I want to nominate somebody. I think I know who it should be, but I wonder who you think it should be. And let's talk about it. Please leave that in the, ch not in the chat, sorry, in the comment section, not in the chat. Thank you so much, everybody. Illegitimate, non-carborundum. Don't let the bastards grind you down because I need you. And the animals need you. And vegans, we need each other. Thank you so, so much. I really do appreciate you. Thank you.